Beneath the lush live oak trees in beautiful Austin, Texas, lies a temptation that has captured the hearts of men for centuries. Buried under the dirt and grass lies a trove of riches beyond any of our wildest dreams. But such treasures come at a price, and some men, driven wild by greed, have paid the ultimate price. Tonight's episode is The Shoal Creek Buried Treasure. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinister theater you're in. This is their soft opening weekend. They are crushing it. Give them a round of applause. Thank you, Parrish, for having us. Yes, thank you. Uh, Also, thank you. They're not a sponsor yet, but Liquid Death, Murder Your Thirst. Uh, We felt like this was very on brand, so it's water, Um, but it's the most uh, badass water I've ever seen. I don't drink Miller Lite Tall Boys, but I feel like I can pretend like I'm drinking a Miller Lite Tall Boy. Mm-hmm. And get hydrated, so win-win. All uh, a win. How, uh, how are y'all enjoying the festival so far? Just woo! Yeah. <laughs> Some of you may have just bought tickets to our show, and thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. How many of you got drugged here by a friend and you never listened before? There we go. Yeah, we got some unwilling participants in the audience. My yes. favorite. Well, uh, because I like to be right, I want the person that brought you to be right, so we'll crush it for y'all. Oh, yeah, no pressure. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, sweet. Well, we uh, visited this site today. We did. Um, and what did we have with us, Heather? <laughs> we brought with us from Dallas... A metal detector. A big metal detector. Just, like, goes on your arm all the way down. We had to take it apart to fit it in the back of Chrissy's Tiguan, uh, which we drove from Dallas. Um, and we went to Shoal Creek. and Beautiful park. Pease Park. Pease Park. Pease Park, yeah. Yes, and we... Pease to meet you. <laughs> you no, say that I'm when leaving. you walk in, and they go, yeah. you're not from around here. Uh, and they push you in the creek. Uh, they know that. But we used it. Uh, we found some treasure. Um, we did find some treasure. Someone else had been... Down there <laughs> celebrating some treasure, and we found the remnants of their treasure. I don't know if I know exactly what a whip it is, but I learned about it when I was like <laughs> 10 um, on, I think, the Blues Brothers movie. So somebody was doing whippets in the creek, and they left the canisters behind. <laughs> we found those, and um, I think our friendship is truly the treasure. Yeah, that, that was the, the treasure that we found in, uh, along the way. Trying to go down those steep ass stairs with our old knees. Yeah, it was great. That was- <laughs> It was a whole site. Um, but there's uh, rumors that there's a lot more than just nitrous cans down there. <laughs> Buried gold, perhaps? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to get into all that tonight and more. Remember what you got to do. Introduce myself? Yeah. Y'all know that Heather has to have everything the same, so we have to keep it exactly, even though I'm pretty sure all but like two of you know who we are. <laughs> Um, but I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. 
We're all familiar with the old adage, everything's bigger in Texas. From the state fair to college football, to big hair and big trucks, to the literal size of our state, the second biggest in the nation. It should come as no surprise then that Texas is home to more buried treasure than anywhere else in the United States. Texas Hill Country Magazine reports an estimated $340 million in treasure is buried across the Lone Star State. What are we all doing here That's right what I was like, now? Hey, Why are go, we out go. there with our metal detector? We got the Tiguan, we got the metal detector. All Let's of us go. together can't be wrong. We have a tiny little garden shovel. I <laughs> uh, won't get as far. These riches are spread across 229 different sites. Legend has it, one of those sites is right here in Austin, buried along the banks of the beautiful Shoal Creek. It was, uh, we saw a guy at Shoal Creek, we thought he was vomiting. He was, he wasn't. Taking a picture of the <laughs> ground. That's how beautiful Shoal but Creek in is. in Dallas, nobody's taking pictures of the ground because it's just trash. So if you're bent over, you're throwing up. Yeah, I was like, oh, he must be puking. That's what we do in our pod. Oh, no, it's a photo. He's taking a photo. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Yeah, our creeks are just filled with um, trash. And no. Shoal Creek, I didn't see one piece of trash. No, it was a Except well, for us. the Whippet we cans. We were down there. Yeah, yeah I guess the Whippet can, Whippet can too, but uh, it, which, was, it was small. Those were not our Whippet cans, I guarantee you. <laughs> um, yeah. The outlaw, oh, my page jumped. One of the most famous origins of the treasure dates back to the 1830s, when troops from Mexico made their camps along the creek. As the story goes, what would amount to $3 million in today's money that was to be used for the troops' payroll was stolen by renegade soldiers, the paymaster, a general, and seven privates, according to Legends of America. When the thieves arrived at the spot where they were to bury the treasure, the greed of claiming it all became too much, and two of the privates murdered the other men. <gasps> it didn't take long for the remaining two to duel. There it is. Yeah, you never... You, that we all saw that coming, leaving just one man to reap the ill-gotten gains. He buried the treasure and drew a map where the riches could be found, buried five feet underground near an oak tree marked with the carvings of two eagle's wings. So I don't think it will surprise you to learn that I walked in the park for four and a half minutes and was like, we're not going to find the tree, let's just go to the creek. Uh, <laughs> but kudos to these folks for not only, you know, they picked a spot, they work together to an extent, and then well, you the get you get your helpers to help you, and, and then, then it's, I mean, every, that's just everything. It's the pirate way. It's oh, he's here. We uh, we got him today uh, in Italy, Texas. Italy. It is not Italy, and if you say Italy, they will know you are not from there. She said that to us. I yeah. said this may be a stupid question, but where am I right now? And she said we're in Italy or Italy, but don't say it like that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> We thought he was very appropriate for tonight's um, topic. I have a stupid question. Please. Might be. I don't understand when it comes to treasure why people bury it and don't just take it with them right then. Because it's very heavy. But you're going to have to come back at some point to get it. This is You're what, just delaying the inevitable. I think we're going to move back to this because, as you know, I believe the banking system is collapsing right now. <laughs> That is based solely on the one time I tried to go to the bank and get cash to tip the wedding vendors, and the banker told me, we don't have cash in this bank. And I was like, what do you do here? <laughs> it's your only job. No, and like, I don't, there was a lot of people in a lot of cubicles, and I was like, money is your job. And they're, they go, we're not here, you gotta drive around the block. But back in the day, they didn't have banks, so I think the, gar the ground was their bank. If you've 
killed six other men. Hardcore. <laughs> then, like, you've done the hard part. Get your money and go. You know what? It's hard to... If you had six friends to help you carry it and you killed them, yeah. you look at the bodies and you go, son of a bitch, I gotta carry this on myself. That was karma. Like, I karma. didn't think this shit through. Yeah, well, now you know. Don't kill your comrades in arms. <laughs> Until you get to your destination. You yeah, carry yeah. it to the final place. Then you slash the then throats. Then it's done so. Yeah. Done. Well, this outlaw returned to Mexico, intending to come back for his loot. However, when the time came, he was found he was unable to cross back into Texas, leaving millions of dollars worth of gold and silver bars buried beneath the dirt. What a fucking rub. This is why you take it when you... It's like, it. it's like see, a, see a need, meet a need. True. Like, you do it right then when it needs to be done. If you see laundry on your floor, just pick it up right then. No, don't I wait. Don't. No, I don't. It's my house is covered in garbage and <laughs> strewn about. It looks like it's been ransacked, which I don't even get to set the alarm. Like, who Somebody comes to you? rob like, me. No, and I just live here. This yeah, is what this I is how live. I live. But I, live I think at least take a part of it, because otherwise, now you've buried... You put all your eggs in one dirt pile... And then you go back to Mexico and you're like, listen, I'm rich. And it's like, oh, really? Can we go do stuff? It's like, oh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you done goofed. Other historians believe the Shoal Creek treasure actually belonged to wealthy members of the Confederacy who buried the gold during the Civil War in order to keep it out of the hands of Union troops. According to this version of the legend, the treasure was closer to $80,000 in today's money and was made up of gold coins. Well, I'm glad they lost their money, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I heard somebody go, oof. Oof. It's like, yeah, still, yeah, still we oof that. Yeah, let's oof it. <laughs> I did look up when the Civil War was, and it was 1861 to 1865. Yes, I am 43, and I did not know that until the other night. Just I... like, what did Tommy say today? He criticized me today, not knowing. You go, there's no gravity on the moon. He's like, um, there's some gravity. No, that, that, was, that already happened. What did he say today at lunch? And I was like, sorry, I didn't go to Mesquite Public School System where I know. I can't remember. You correct us on so many things. So. Oh, man. I don't Tommy is our personal Wikipedia. Just a walking trope. Wikipedia. <laughs> Whatever the source of the gold, hunting for it reached a fever pitch just before the turn of the century. People from far and wide traveled to the Lone Star State in hopes of striking it rich. Also called 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Try buying a house in Dallas right now. Or anywhere Not in Texas. happening. One particular stranger that appeared in Austin in 1894, described by the Austin Daily Statesman as a Spaniard from Mexico, was in town visiting a small group of close friends. He told those friends that way back before Texas became a state in 1845, some gold had been left behind in the area, specifically... In the center of a triangle formed by three trees located in the valley of the creek that runs through Pease Park below the old Neal place. The treasure could be found... Under a rock pile in the center of this triangle. Before heading back home, the visitor marked a spot on the map for his friends to go and find. Why isn't he finding it? No, nobody knows how to hunt treasure. He's like, I can't. Also, the Neil place, that's their house. You can't go digging in someone's backyard. Well, what if you knock on the door and you're like, I'll split what I find with you? I think that's what happens later. Teaser. If somebody knocked on your door and said, I have a sneaking suspicion that there's gold buried in your backyard. If you let me dig it up, you can have half. Yeah. You're letting a stranger come dig a bunch of holes in your backyard? Yard's garbage, like the rest of my house. I'm like, if you can get past the pig, you're welcome to it. It's probably under her house. Good luck. She's already eaten it. She's the final boss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good luck. 
<laughs> I'm like, you can have all of it if you get past her. <laughs> I, I give you, up. You earned it, man. <laughs> Around that same time, another Austin resident was abruptly woken one night in his home near Pease Park. His sleep had been disturbed by the peck-peck of a pick in the ground. He decided to get up and investigate the source of the sound and found three men digging in the park in complete darkness. Mm -mm. The only light was from one small lantern. The the man stayed silent so the fellows wielding the pickaxes wouldn't notice him. He watched until they finished, covered up their spot, and left. The next morning, fearing the trio had buried a murder victim, the man told his boss. His boss then called the police. The cops found nothing, but soon rumors were abound that the three men weren't burying anyone, but were rather trying to dig something up. If you get awoken in the night by the pick-picks of an axe, <laughs> go into your covers, stay the fuck inside. <laughs> yeah. It's not your business. How about it's not your business yeah. what's going on in the park? Whatever's going on, I don't need to know about. You're ratting everybody else out, and this unravels the entire town. This is, straight, this is right out of the burbs. Yes. And Tom Hanks sees his neighbors digging in the back seat or the the backyard. Mind your and business. And then, I mean, it all goes downhill there from you there. Go. Mind your business. Word spread of the loop buried be- between the trees beside the creek. Every person who knew seemed to swear a friend or neighbor to secrecy, but then share the story. Then that person would tell someone else. Soon, about two dozen men knew of the treasure and began forming small groups to hunt together. Two things here. Don't tell anyone. It's a secret. Although I guess that's the fun of a secret. And also, we know what happens when people hunt for treasure in groups. Throats get slashed. Yeah. Also, never once was a woman mentioned in any of these stories. And I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't have taken a group of us to find it. You just get one woman out there. She's like, yeah, I got this. Now I'm going to go back and split up my friends that I didn't kill. Because (laughs) women support women. (laughs) Zero throat slashed. (laughs) One of the earliest groups developed a cunning plan. Rather than aimlessly dig around, they decided their target would be the family in possession of the Spaniard visitor's map. The Austin American statesman reported that the group sent a most acceptable young man to court the family's beautiful daughter. Once he secured her heart, he planned to secure the map. The acceptable young man got a budget from his group to woo the young lady. Over the course of their dates, he spent as much as $50 per night, the equivalent to $1,700 in today's dollars, on candy and other refreshments for the girl. Fuck yes. Genius. $1,700 in candy? Genius. She's like, um, I have to think really hard. (laughs) Um, I think it's very between a tree... Two trees? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should go to the candy store and get $1,700 on candy. Uh, but it would be other hard refreshments? for me to do that. And oh. other refreshments. It wouldn't be hard. Supermarket sweep style, you can just go into <laughs> a candy store with $1,700. I'm not going to the sweet factory at Townies Mall and like putting my mouth under the M&M thing. You gotta go to the high dollar. This is gonna like be... your deli? This is in the 1800s. Godiva? There's a man in a top hat with a mustache that's twisted up at the end and he's got a cart and he's selling tonics and elixirs and that's where you gotta get your guy to take you and be like, I'm gonna need some more of that elixir to talk about this map. And the acceptable young man's like, okay. Yeah. This girl's great. She didn't need, and if, pardon me, she didn't have to put out. Like, not that we've heard. I mean, she could if she wanted to, but it's not like an obligation. The 1700 bucks, like the idea is that you get the map. His plan did not work. 
After having spent so much time trying to pry the information out of this woman to no avail, the group gave up on trying to woo her. Instead, they headed to the creek and decided to find it the old-fashioned way, digging around. Upon their arrival to the creek bank, they were dismayed to find they were too late. While they were busy spending time and money trying to get the map, other men were already out there digging around the clock, sometimes to exhaustion. One searcher dug for so long that the paper reported... He was finally sent to the asylum. (laughs) Why are you here, sir? I dug. I dug my way (laughs) to insanity. Um, I... I, Oh, seven... Even if she only went out twice with him, (laughs) that's seven for... $2,400 in candy and refreshments. And then she said, uh, She was like, you know what? I'm not giving it up. The map's real faded. I don't know what happened. We lost it. Yeah. And then they go, up. like, people have been looking? We didn't even think of that. <laughs> like, also, you're a group. While he's out gallivanting, right? you could have dug. D- d- multitask. They were like, <laughs> He'll get it. He'll bring the map. He'll bring, she'll, she'll put out. And you're like, No, she won't. In your face. <laughs> To stay awake during their marathon digs, the searchers guzzled pints of whiskey. In their excitement to keep anyone else from the loot, some overeager searchers dug up and burned down the trees that supposedly stood as markers for the treasure. Soon the area around the creek had been torn topsy turvy for three miles or more. In the frenzied search, News reports at the time warned of the potential harm in searching for the treasure, saying, It's making maniacs out of the sensible men. Many of Austin's prominent men have been mixed up in the futile search for hidden wealth. I have not dug for treasure, but I have drank a ton of whiskey in my days. <laughs> and um, that's not the way you stay awake. No! That's what, and then the old, old, old newspaper was like, they guzzled pints of whiskey, and it failed and was futile. I'm like, did, did, was whiskey just invented then? <laughs> like, I feel like it was around before did, that. Are you thinking of Red Bull? What think, happened? Yeah. Also, they're like, everyone, all these sensible men are turning into maniacs. Here, put it this way. You tell your wife, babe, this is for the family. All right, this treasure's going to change our lives. She's like, what do you guys do out there? We work so hard. Why so do you hard. smell like whiskey? So that's and the juice. It's a go-go fire. juice. We gotta, we gotta go. It's like that's all you're doing is just going in and wasting. Like, I got drunk and burned down a tree. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Why do you smell like fire? I had to do it for the family. <laughs> Colonel L. J. Dupree, former editor of the Austin American Statesman, supposedly had his own map, musty with age, that showed the treasure a little further away on the banks of the Brazos River, near the Nashville Ford in present-day Milam County. According to the newspaper, the treasure was near some guns that could be seen buried with their barrels sticking up out of the dirt near the riverbank. By the time the colonel got down to hunt for himself, he was out of luck. He surmised, based on the flooding of the basin, that the treasure had been washed away for good. There was no report whether the guns remained. I bet they didn't, because people were like going down the river giving out free guns. <laughs> what about when the water's high and you know like when you're in a lake and you're like, what was that? And like the last time I was in a lake, I stubbed my toe on a metal pipe that was running down. No. The, yeah, it was oh man. I I've I don't been do on a tangent like... lately about lakes because three bodies have been found in the lake by our house in the past two weeks. Yes. 
Hasn't been good. So I'm on a tangent about lakes right now. But yeah, you're just like up about, and then all of a sudden you're like, what is that? A, a cat tail? No. And you're like, no, it's a fucking rifle that's just <laughs> sticking up out of the mud. But you're asking why people bury their treasure. If they, they got to do it gun style, just leave a hunk of it sticking out and you know where it's at. You yeah. want to find it later. Also, I'd be intimidated. I'm like, I don't, are these booby trapped? I'm not going to go over there. Surely someone wouldn't just stick a bushel of guns up out of the mud. That's what you call a collection of bushel. A bushel of guns. Yeah, yeah. come on down to Gun City and get you a bushel of this guns. This is also how you get real renegade fish. <laughs> fish are down there, and then you can get fish gangs. They learn how to use a, a gun. It's over. They develop. We can't control that. <laughs> You know how much, I mean, what is, there's like a lot of water on the planet. Like, there's most of, of it is water. It's a big percentage. If, all, if sea creatures and those in ponds and lakes suddenly learn how to weaponize, we're done so. What, what are we going to do? If cephalopods get a hold of rifles, oh my God. humanity is gone. They can hold eight at one time. <laughs> they can take out a whole room. Behind them? Man, how has this not been made into a movie? <laughs> we have a Megalodon movie. We have the fucking Sharknado. We need to have Octogun or something. Octogun? Octo Rifle? We gotta workshop the name. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the names we've coming up with so far. Oh, we'll get there. Cephalo. Double Barrel Octo. Oh, almost said Double Barrel. Something. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. We'll get there, yeah. It's like I'll, a shower moment. We'll keep on with the show and it'll come up it'll later. It'll be churning in the back of my head the whole time. <laughs> Despite no one having any luck, searchers in Austin were not discouraged. Desperate for information, some switched from digging to divination. They found an older gentleman with impaired vision who claimed to have a gift. According to the Austin newspaper, the man claimed that when he walked barefooted over dirt that contained treasure, his feet would burn like he was stepping on needles. Also, just walking around without your shoes on in a park. It wasn't paved like it is today in fact, back then. We were walking to the treasure and you and you skipped. I go, "What's wrong?" You go, "My foot's burning." Oh, well, that's that's due to a personal problem. I had a little athlete's foot on the left side. I wasn't going to bring it up, but it happens to the best of us. But maybe Oh god, I got the gift. <laughs> maybe you got the gift. I thought it was a fungus and it's the gift. We got to go back to the creek tonight. I know. The metal detector didn't go off. It did not. We need to use your feet. This went yeah, off. That went off, yeah. Damn. I'm got my, my podiatrist will be glad to know it's yeah. not a fungus. The magic man was hired and was told to walk up and down the entire area where the treasure may be. After covering nearly the entire three-mile stretch around Pease Park, he told his employers that he sensed no gold, only water under the dirt. Unsatisfied, they fired him in disgust and renewed their digging. The paper described the town as being under a spell. The treasure, which according to the news, harassed men's very souls for three years past, would then claim its first life. Can I just say it's fucked up? They got that man to walk three miles, and because they didn't like the result, they fired him. I don't think that's how uh, experts work. You can't just hire someone, and then they don't give you the answer you want, and you're like, well, you're fired. We're going to just keep doing what we were doing anyways. Yeah, that's awful. I bet they didn't pay him either. No, but you know what? thing about when you have a gift like this is you don't have to tell someone oh my feet are burning right now you like i wouldn't no you like, wait till they leave no, i'm good 
We're like, why are you wincing in pain? No reason. Stepped on a bottle cap. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> and then you go back later Dig with, uh, with a, your your friend that I'm assuming you befriended, Candy Girl by now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like candy. to think that this is all happening in real time. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. I said, Candy Girl. That's what that song's about. What that song, song is that? Candy Girl. Who's that? Na-na-na-na. Somebody knows that song. It's a real song. Thank you. I don't know that song. It's a real song. I believe you. Thank I just you. don't thank know you, it. You. I don't think you just made up a song called Candy Girl right now. I could, now. though, if I wanted to. Start I, sing- I, I mean, it was but... only two words you made up, so you could have probably. <laughs> if you'd sang, like, verses of it, I would have been like, damn. That's really, that's really good. Just spitting bars up here. <laughs> Candy bars. Mm. Oh, shit. Thank you. This is a comedy festival, so. Just throwing some jokes in for you guys. Just making up some jokes on the spot. <laughs> The county treasurer for the Austin area at the time was a man named A.J. Dad Jernigan. Fuck yeah. I go by Christy Mom Wallace. You don't go by Heather Wife McKinney? Oh, see, I'm an aunt. I'm a fun aunt. You're Heather Fun Aunt McKinney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. In his obituary, he was described as... Universally liked by all. A friend to many and with access to the overflowing coffers of the county... Jernigan was the natural choice desperate people turned to for favors. Jernigan, overcome by hope that the legends of the treasure was real, lent money to some treasure hunters in need. I'm not trying to smirch Dad's good name because I'm sure he was universally liked by all, but you know what makes you universally liked by all is having a bunch of money and giving it out. Yeah. Just... Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a dad. <laughs> it's true. What a great nickname. <laughs> Do you think he had kids? He did, yeah. He had okay. Kids. I was and they like, were that'd like, be, that'd be more interesting if he didn't. And oh. he was just like a dad to all. He was oh. a dad to Austin. Austin's dad. One was Jim Bridgers, described by reporters as the king bee of smooth, glib, diplomatic stool pigeons. <laughs> the other was Mr. Jernigan's porter, Andrew George, who has no. Cool thing to describe him, which no. that's a bummer. He also has two first names, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> Being so hell-bent on finding the treasure had taken a toll on George, who was described in reports as having eyes that gleamed with lurking suspicion. The paper summed up the effect of his searching, writing, His life had been a burden. Indeed, his obsession made him leery of others. Anytime a stranger would come near George, the Austin newspaper said he would be filled with a horrible uncertainty. Damn. It's also just, like, good to just walk through life like that, I think. <laughs> to just avoid strangers yeah, all the time. You're on the elevator. Somebody gets on the elevator. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting on this elevator for? They're like, uh, the same reason you're on the elevator, ma'am. Why do you, what do you think I'm doing on this elevator? Going to your floor? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> what are you doing on this elevator? <laughs> uh. Who's on first? Oh, uh, what? Something happened today where you, um, oh, the guy was trying to pull our car around at the hotel. Listen, man, that, <laughs> he's doing a great job. I just like to always trust but verify. Paris, go check right now. Go check right now. <laughs> it's been seven minutes. They said it'd be seven. Go check right now. I just said check. You got to check. Trust but you verify. Gotta, you got to check. I was like, maybe I'm filled with a horrible uncertainty. Yeah, maybe I just relate to Andrew George. I hope your life has not been a burden. Haven't all of our lives been a burden? <laughs> <laughs> Between October and December of 1896, Jernigan funded unauthorized loans for Bridger's and George's treasure hunt to the tune of over $4,000, more than $150,000 in today's money. 
That, combined with loans he made to other treasure hunters, totaled over $8,000, or nearly $275,000 today. He's been giving out, I mean, untold sums. That's a lot of candy. He was real hopeful. It's <laughs> a ton of candy. So much. Oh, this, this is, um, has vibes of those brothers, the Oak Island treasure. Oh, yeah, they just keep the, oh. Just keep pump, pumping Legina. money into it. I always want to say Legina, but that's not how you say it. <laughs> We did research that when we, we did have to look that up because yes. we were calling them Legina. But when we did that episode, turns out they don't go by that. Legina sounds like a lying vagina. A lion vagina? Yeah. A Legina? Yeah. That's just an observation. No, yeah, I, I agree. The county commissioners caught wind of these unauthorized loans. They intended to search Jernigan's office at 10 a.m. on New Year's Eve, 1896, to investigate the claims of the missing money. Some believe Jernigan had stolen the money to purchase a map to the treasure, while others say he invested both the money and his hope in Bridgers and George. Worried about the outcome of their search, Jernigan put a gun to his chest 15 minutes before their arrival and pulled the trigger. The wound did not kill him right away. Yeah, we all were like, oh, oh, yeah. Witnesses and co-workers arrived in his office to see what happened. Doctors told him there was no hope and let him say a few words before dying. He said of the treasure, I had confidence in it. Man. It's rough. Well, the wild thing is that, um, so, you know, small town back then, everything was kind of near each other, and the newspaper office was reasonably nearby, and or the reporter was just walking by. You hear a gunshot. The reporter that then wrote the story just was in the room, like, firsthand, Stood on there the scene, on the scene, yeah, and took notes. So, uh, yeah, he had apparently warned George and Bridgers and said, if they close in on me, I'm tapping out, just FYI, and then made good on his promise. But sadly, it didn't go very quickly. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the day, Jernigan had unlocked the safe containing his ledger that showed where all the lent money had gone to prove he had not taken it for himself. After he was taken home to die, surrounded by family, a county commissioner put the ledger back in the safe and locked it. When officials came to retrieve it the next day, they found the safe locked. No one but dearly departed Jernigan had the combination. To unlock the safe, there was only one man for the job. The paper wrote, Of course. They had to call, and this is a real name, Colonel George Assman. Who's going to bust your safe open if it's not the ass man? You know, they were like, this is a job for the ass man. (laughs) And he's just, he's like, somebody needs my help. (laughs) Something needs to be cracked open. (laughs) It's a job for the ass man. I told y'all it's a comedy festival. We're making jokes. You got the jokes. They were right to call upon the ass man. After arriving in just a few minutes, he busted two safes wide open. Just you know they bust everything like this. They're like, you can just remove the things. Like that's not how I do it. I'm busting it. (laughs) You got two halves now. You got straight down the middle. Get away from the ass man. He does things his own way. (laughs) The ledger was secured and an accounting was made. All the missing money was insured by bond, so the county didn't lose any of its funds. Yet the search for the treasure continued, even after it had claimed Jernigan's life. It heated up again in 1927, when a giant shaft more than 12 feet deep showed up in Austin in the spring of that year. When a big old shaft shows up, you notice. 
You notice. You feel it. You feel it. What? Coming. I mean. You feel it. You feel that shaft. What are you going to get after the ass man but a giant shaft? 12 foot shaft. That's his opening act. They should have a two person show. I just am really proud of ass man. Ass man and the 12 foot shaft. That's another uh, name. We're going to write that. Oh, yeah, that's a good band name. I was going to say, we'll write the octopus uh, killer. Octo killer? No. No, I don't like that either. Okay. Pistol puss. There it is. What'd you guys say? say? I said pistol puss. Pistol puss? People might be misled. I don't think people are going to think, oh, this, this is, is an octopus that has guns. This is safe space. There's no wrong ideas in brainstorming, and pistol puss isn't so No, we'll put it on the board. We'll put it on the board. We're always, we're, no, there's no wrong suggestions. What? Octopus. Octopus? Octopus? Glocktopus. is. Glocktopus. We found it. We found it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but Cocktopus is also... The, that's the porno version. I think Tentacle that movie... Porn. That's a movie. That's already a movie. Probably. Cocktopus. <laughs> Ass Man in the Club Cocktopus. <laughs> <laughs> they open for Donna Laser and the Meat Warlocks. There you go. The Rising Star record reported at the time that eight men had spent eight months digging the shaft. Takes the whole team. Takes the village. <laughs> Anytime someone would question what they were up to, they replied that they were working on... A foundation for a new bridge. Or... Uh, the foundation of a fine house. At night, a guard stood watch over the shaft to keep curious onlookers at bay. When you get a big old shaft, you gotta get somebody to watch yeah. it for you. Because people will get in there, try to get in your shaft, try to grab your shaft, try to dig on the shaft on themselves, Search and you'd be like, shaft. no, it's a team shaft, and you're not on the shaft team. Shaft team, yeah. It appeared that the men eventually found what they were looking for. The paper reported that on the night of April 13th, 1927... A box was lifted from the square-cut chamber between the rocks. For the next day, the workmen were gone and the blasting had ceased. Curious throngs soon found the dark tunnel and with lights discovered traces of the large wooden box that had laid beneath the dirt for more than 60 years. However, some citizens were skeptical whether they were successful... The owner of the land, identified only as Mr. Martin, told the news, If the diggers got any money, I want to know about it and claim my share. When asked whether he gave them permission to create the shaft or funded the excavation, Mr. Martin would only smile. Creepo? Dude. Just answer the question. <laughs> it's You're the like, did now. you or did you not? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> what, what's the joke, Martin? I don't know. <laughs> What'd y'all pull out of there? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like that uh, they... Curious throngs. People just go, let's go down there. Fuck it, they're gone. The guard's gone. We're going in the yeah. shaft. Get your, y'all get the lanterns. We're going in the shaft. <laughs> What's down there? We're going to find out. I think um, when you... We all have found what we're looking for if you've got a 12-foot shaft that hey. you're dealing with. You don't have to look any further. Actually, kill me. It would. It would kill me, so... <laughs> What a way uh, to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's 1927 for you, though. Like, what are you doing? Nothing? Going out of the shaft? Going to the shaft? Getting my lantern and you going out of the there? shaft? You haven't been down there yet? It's crazy. Been it's down a huge there all shaft. Day. <laughs> Still, the rumors that the buried treasure had been found spread across the state. The Abilene Reporter News wrote, Buried gold of fearful confederates is found. Before attributing the news to, A rumor which has spread here. 
The key piece of evidence everyone clung to was a square-shaped hole at the bottom of the shaft, showing where the box would have been. Aside from the empty hole and the giant shaft, there was no other evidence that the treasure was gone. It's all that's left. <laughs> when you get a 12-foot shaft, there's an empty hole left. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of journalistic integrity in the Abilene Reporter News in 1927. They're like, motherfuckers been saying this shit happened. We're going to write it. Print it. Print it. They're like, where did this like, source of it? Edit. Everybody. It was a joke. It was a rumor. <laughs> Martin fucked us again. We, we, we've told y'all to stop believing what he's saying. I don't know. Currently, the city of Austin does not allow treasure hunting on public land, according to KVU News. We were just looking. We weren't hunting. I think we were investigating. We investigating. had Okay, we brought shovels, but they were stayed in the back of the car because we respect the parks. Although, when we pulled up to the hotel and the very kind gentleman said, would you like us to get all of your bags out of the trunk? And I said, yeah, all the bags, but leave the metal detector and all the digging equipment. And he was like, oh, what is... What is that for? <laughs> and I said, oh, it's, it's Don't for you jokes. Worry about it. We're doing jokes. And he was like, oh, with a shovel? And it was like, yeah, with a shovel. And then we go, you know what? We'll just get our own bags. It's cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Yeah. He wasn't there when we went back. No, so. he fucking, he's ratting us to the ground. <laughs> he's like, like, I'm out. However, the station happened to own some land adjacent to the creek. In 2020, KVU News allowed members of the Austin Metal Detector Club to search the land for any sides of the buried loot. If you are with this club, please just shout out. <laughs> Is anyone here a member of the Austin Metal Detector Club? Join. If you want to find treasure, you should join. They have a very sweet Facebook page. And when this article first came out, they posted it and were like, great job, guys. It was, And all the comments were like, you guys did such a good job. And I was like, I love you guys. You already found treasure and it's each other. You guys are absolute fucking treasures. It is such a supportive crew. I bet they let us join. Uh, I would love to. Um, it's like eight older people, probably in their 70s, and then one really hot young guy. He's so fucking hot. Like, I, was so like hot. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh. I know they're, they're like, oh, we found a thing. And he was we like, found oh, the yeah. treasure. You know those women love him and the men. Everybody, everybody, everybody loves him. He's an acceptable young man. God, he was, yeah. We're like, we'll give you $1,700 and you can go find somebody and tell us where this map is. I'd spend $1,700 on him. Yeah. I'm a married woman now. Yeah. I can't say that. Yeah, you can't. I can't, though. I can say that. The result, one member said, I found this old piece of iron pipe and an iron plate. Another member told cameras, I found two fishing weights just like this. They sounded promising, like coins, but it was just fishing weights. A third member reported, Aluminum cans were the main thing and a clamp off a hose. Everything else is just trash. <laughs> Which implies that the cans and the clamp were treasure. Fuck yes. <laughs> he was like, they got a fishing weight? Goddamn. <laughs> you got an iron plate, Jerry? You found another iron plate for your collection? Yeah, I got another iron plate. You're gonna have it's a whole like set. this big. It's just iron. It's an iron plate. You can eat. You can serve like a tiny hors d'oeuvre on it. You could. Yeah. I don't think that's the kind of plate it is. Uh, but yeah, you know. it, was, it was like a plate that goes over. It's not like an eating plate, but it could be. Anything is a plate that's if you true. put food on it. Uh, it's true. The metal detector club was not deterred. A younger member. The hot one. The, the hot, hot one. one. We're talking one. about the hot one. Let's just get it out there. 
the only young one who's also hot. Fuck yes. Told Caveview. Every time I dig a hole, I'm thinking, this could be it. Oh my god, he's like optimistic. He's so hot. <laughs> he has fucking cool friends that are very supportive. Yeah, yeah. And you're you don't ever have to like worry about where he is because he's either hanging out with a bunch of old people or searching for treasure. True, true, true. <laughs> he's not out. He's not clubbing. He's no. not. They don't let you bring the metal detector in the club. No. Till after going hours. off left and right. All that <laughs> jewelry everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The Shoal Creek treasure may never have been found in 1927. After all, the amount buried all those years ago would fill more than a single chest. For those who believe, they may continue the hunt, hopeful that an old map or the whispered secret of an elder will guide their way. For the rest of us, we know even if gold remains buried, the true treasures of Austin are her welcoming landscapes, delicious cuisine, and world-renowned artistic community. Even if the loot is never unearthed, Conserving a park on a load of buried gold seems just like another perfect way to keep Austin weird. So what do we think? Oh, man. Uh, well, I respect the city of Austin, and Very I am not so. going to go... It's our capital? Dig, it's our capital. I'm not going to go dig up on public land like some monster, but I will say, write your local council member and be <laughs> like, you guys got a budget shortfall? I think where $340 million is buried and it's in the park. They have technology nowadays that's more than just my foot fungus that'll tell you there is some good shit up in the park. And you don't have to ba- like dig it all up. You can use computers, zap the ground, look under the dirt with the computer laser. They have cars that drive themselves and you're telling me we gotta dig up dirt to see what's underneath it? I don't think so. How do we just get a giant laser, scan the whole state of Texas? We got $340 million worth of gold just sitting Boom. there. Boom. There's, that that solves our anything. housing problem right there. <laughs> dig up all this gold. You'll probably find some oil, too. There, there's, they already do that with oil. Yeah, so just turn it on gold. What's everyone focusing on oil? I don't, uh, this is, I don't know how lasers and science really work, okay. but I feel right. like... We could do this if we wanted. Lasers, I think, if I may. Please. Never having taken a formal laser class. But from what I understand, they can, they zap beyond human touch. <laughs> like it, like, for instance, for instance. Like if I'm reaching my hand out, the laser can go further than my hand? Yeah. I knew that. It can go to space. It can also, oh, well, yeah. Also, like, if I, so I, it's not a secret that my guts are a wreck. They're just a junkyard <laughs> mess, ruined through just, anyway. But the doctor, yes, he, we talked about it, he Chinese finger trapped me, which he said, please stop saying, because it sounds unprofessional. <laughs> Dr. Martin, shout out, have an appointment on Cinco de Mayo. Um, like, sounds unprofessional for who? He was I like, am I, not a professional what are they? He's like, it's called an endoscopy but and colonoscopy. Doctor. And I was like, it's a Chinese finger trap. Because we're doing, are you allowed to say that? I don't know. But that's what they used to call it back in the day. We talked about sex positions as a kid. You look them up on the internet. Angry Dragon. You remember all that. Angry Dragon? It's, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You have the internet. It's horrible. It's awful. But 13, 14-year-old Heather looked that kind of stuff up. I was on. Oh, I bet I know. We've gone wheels off now. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything. I bet I Heather's know Heather's canceled. It Shut it down. Shut it down. Anyway, my guts, aside from, uh, aside from, you know, looking in with the cameras up the pooper and the ass, the ass man gets in there. But 
They can laser beam it. They, they scan me. What I'm saying is, he didn't have to penetrate me, and he did, and I appreciate it. But also, MRIs. It's, I was trying to explain MRIs. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I'm so sorry. An MRI? Oh, sorry. I don't think those are lasers. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, maybe. It has I don't to know. be. It's a, come on. It's a laser. I got it. I'm sorry. So we get a giant MRI machine yes. that the Earth can just go right through? Yeah, they can see. They'll like be able to see the gold. If he can see my spleen on the computer screen, you can see gold in the park. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Well, I'm not going to tell you're wrong because I don't know. But your spleen is like a couple inches from where your, There's your more, body. It's more than a couple inches. Well, it's not like feet underground. On. Well, I don't know, man. Don't know, Dirt's, dirt is not as thick as chub. What? Dirt. My chub, I feel like my, what's, you know, the bits in the middle that protects my body, I feel like that's thicker than dirt. Dirt, you go like this, my chub, you get one of these. You get to hold of. Things went, I'm sorry. Anyway, what do you think? I don't know. Is the angry dragon Come on, where... Just quiet, don't, don't tell him. It's fucked up. It's awful. Is it, it is, is breathing fire, fire involved? Do you mean semen? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm so sorry I brought that in up. my head. I'm just. We. I've said the worst of it. So this is what I think it is. Go. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm sorry in advance. Sorry if there's children here. First of all, Why? there shouldn't be. That's on you. If you brought them. Um. I think the guy is flapping his arms like a dragon. Yeah. And then when the, he's ready to go, fires. Fire shoots out onto whoever. It's filthy. And then he probably says, like, Kaka! or whatever a dragon says. You know what? That's what it is now. That's what it is now. Absolutely. If it's, I mean, that's, I feel like I'm probably not too far off. There is a penis involved. Okay. okay. So there. Yeah. Yesterday uh, at the dinner table. Whoa! Whoa what a segue. Wow. Y'all don't eat dinner with just, just your genitalia out and everybody's just... Um, I don't know how this even happened, but I think we were talking about fruit and going somewhere, and Ella just started going, you guys are going to a lemon party. Oh. And we were like, no, we're not. <laughs> she kept saying it, and Tommy was just like, oh, this is so funny because she doesn't know. She has no idea. Yeah. Lemonparty.org. I'm tired of politics, lemon party, don't go there. The internet's a filthy place. Oh, for sure, yeah. It brings us so much joy and yet ruins the young mind. Uh, I think that there's definitely treasure buried in a lot of places, and um, we just need the technology to find it, or a lot of determined people. Somebody found Forrest Finn's treasure. Oh, that's true. After all those years. I mean, they did have clues. He wrote we a fun We need more book. clues. We gotta find the map, the candy yeah. and refreshment ladies' family's map. I think that's the key, is we need the map. Or just somebody that can go look at every single tree to see if eagle's wings well, are carved upon it. I feel like the people burn the trees oh, down. Oh, yeah, the whiskey drinkers. That is... Drunks probably <laughs> burned it all down. I mean, to be fair, we've all lit a fire after a couple of shots oh, of Jameson, yeah. so I can't... That's uh, terrible. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I like to think that... I like that Texas has the most treasure of any states, 
And I'll have you know, because I also looked this up, we are not the biggest state. We are the second biggest. Alaska's the biggest. Alaska's, we're in the um, contentious 48. We are the biggest. Oh, but Alaska gets the contentious 48? Contiguous. The contiguous. Contiguous? Contentious. Contentious? It's contiguous. I thought you said contentious 48, and I was like, yeah, we kind of fight. We fight. We go up <laughs> to each other. I wouldn't say we're all best friends no. in the U.S. of A. No, we're, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think I, it's impressive that mm-hmm. we, 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 Alaska is much bigger than us by like a lot, and they didn't get this title, so Damn. fuck you, Alaska. Probably because the ground's too cold to dig into. Oh, that's probably true, yeah. Just yeah. freezes. Simple science, yeah. No, yeah, well, I, mean, um, I guess there's only one way to find out. We got to go back to the creek tonight. You got to be barefoot. Got to. And we'll just let you, just let you walk around. You gotta, don't exploit my fungus for our personal gain. <laughs> you I can exploit I'm anything, any of my things for our personal gain. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I think, like, may I say also, the KVU News, which I'm not here to impugn the integrity of a journalistic organization, which I'm sure is phenomenal. I loved that upon researching the story, they happened to own land yeah. where the treasure would be. And I was like... Shout out to that reporter. Like, did he figure out? He told the station, like, hey, there's a plot of land. You should buy it. And then that way we can dig it up. Do you think they bought it just for the story? Or they didn't really buy it and they just said it was. I'm just saying, or they probably bought it for the story. Damn. Well, now they've got a little plot of land they can go dig on. Excavate the motherfucker. You got to befriend the hot guy with the metal detector. Get, get on his good side. Then you got to get a friend at KVU News. Done. Then you're, and then you run away with the treasure and take it with you. Don't go bury it in another location once you find it. If you find it, take it. Take it. Not to the bank, though, because they don't do money anymore. So I thought that that's what their job was, but it isn't. It's to be like, go to the other bank. Get out of here. They don't even have suckers anymore. They go, we don't do that anymore. It's probably, that's probably because of COVID. They were packaged. Also, I, most people don't go in the bank. You had to. I had to. You were forced out of your car. That's a real crime. I You're know. like, God damn it. I was just going through the drive-thru. I'm in my sweats. And then you had to go in. I was wearing pants. I'm talking about myself. Oh, okay, okay, If okay, I, yeah, if yeah, I, yeah, if I got roped into that. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't make me get out of my car. No, lesson never. There. But yeah, no, I think, uh. We're going to find it tonight. We're okay. going to do it. Okay. I didn't bring a metal detector to Austin, Texas for no reason. True. Or your foot fungus. Come on now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, thank you guys so much for coming to the show tonight. Uh, you've been a great audience. So thank you fun. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much to Moon Tower thank for you. having us. Thank you. Thank you to Parrish. Awesome this venue. Guy, this place is great. Everyone here has been so nice. Yeah, the festival the festival goes on for a whole other week, so there's tons of other acts. And also, Parrish, this is their soft opening weekend, so come back and yes. see all kinds of shows here. They've been and so good to us, so, so please amazing. be good to them tonight. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Thank you.